Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus coming out on the 1st of December, what does the 1st of December mean for most people? Well, I suppose the 1st of December really starts to mark the you know, beginning to the end of the year, really. Once, once we get to this point in December, you know, this is the last month of the year and it's kind of like 25 days from the 1st, it's going to be Christmas Day and then not long after that, we're going to be celebrating a new year. So what does this mean for photography and and I suppose, what are the opportunities available for photographers this time of the year? And I think there's lots and lots and lots of opportunities for photographers, particularly this is when we start seeing people start decorating their houses and there start being some fantastic night displays where people are kind of lighting up the houses with Christmas lights and going to huge, huge, I suppose, displays that people have built, probably spent months and months designing and putting it all together to switch it on to kind of showcase it in December. So this is typically to when people get the Christmas tree out and they start kind of, I suppose, decking out the house in, the, you know, Christmas and those types of things. But from a photography point of view is some of those night scenes um, in the local neighbourhoods can make some fantastic images. And look, low-light night photography is always always really I've, something I've always loved because you can just get that very different look that you can't get during the day. Like during the day, you can take a photograph of a house and it looks quite mundane and ordinary and doesn't look so super exciting. But at nighttime, once it's covered in lights and, you know, it just takes on a whole new look. And like I said, you can play around with different exposure values. You can play around with, you know, some long exposure um, type things and you can, again, create some fantastic effects. And again, like, it's plenty. It's plentiful. Like you don't typically even have to travel too far. Quite often, sometimes in your local street, there'll be a number of people who will be getting out and you know putting the Christmas lights up and that type of stuff. So it does give you an opportunity to go and shoot something different. Maybe you haven't shot much kind of night photography, and maybe you haven't ex- explored it too much. But it might give you an opportunity, like I said, to shoot some different stuff and just try some different techniques. So you know, a couple of things that I kind of recommend you're going to have have with you when you're going out and doing that is, is take a tripod because some of them you might want to you know do a really slow shutter speed so you don't want to be trying to hold the camera you want to kind of keep it sturdy and firm so you get nice uh, clean images the other thing too is that you might dig out and find out what your fastest lens is so maybe you've got a maybe you've got a nifty 50 1.8 so that might be a, a lens that you might decide to go and use that to capture some images obviously the wider you know, for some of the bigger images, the wider the the, the lens, probably the better they are. I mean, if you had a, a kind of a very fast 24mm or, or, or even wider, um, depending on what you shoot too, whether you're shooting on a cropped or a, a full-frame sensor will make a difference. But it, it gives you an opportunity to kind of play around with using those very, very fast lenses, the 1.8s, the 2.8s, those type of things to let more light in so you can keep the shutter speed down. So again, by playing around with different shutter speeds and different apertures, and the other thing too is you can create really cool effects with using aperture when you're taking um, still photography. 
particularly like if you shoot some of the lenses, if you shoot up around f16, um, every time there's a little bright spectral highlight, a little light, it'll give this kind of starburst effect, which is really cool. So that's a, a technique that if you haven't tried it, it's, it's well worth playing around with just to, like I said, um, just to see how that effect looks on a, an image. So typically, like I said, you're going to have your camera set up, you're going to go f16, you might just want to keep your, your ISO down, you might keep your ISO down to, to uh, you know, somewhere around 100, 200, something like that, but then you're going to have a fairly long, fairly long um, shutter speed. So, and again, always a good idea too when you're using long exposure type stuff is not to touch the camera. So use your camera if it's got a self-timer mode or you've got a remote trigger. Uh, and these days, remote triggers can be in the form of a you know cable-type remote trigger, or it could be a wireless remote trigger, or it could just even be using a smartphone with an app. These days, a lot of cameras actually have a, a connection where you can connect to the camera using the app, and then you can trigger the camera from your smartphone, and you don't even have to touch the camera. So it's fantastic for those, like I said, if you're doing those really long uh, exposures where potentially, like any movement, is going to cause a bit of blur in the picture. So basically, hands off the camera, and that way you can do it. So like I said, it's it's a good opportunity to to play around with these things, and even like just playing around with things like strings of Christmas lights and those type of things, and using using the low using those fast lenses like the one point two and the one point four or one point eight or whatever the the fastest lens you've got. Um, you see some really cool effects with the bokeh and stuff like that in the background because. Of how the lights look, and like I said, just just as you can do the starburst effect by using f16, if you're shooting down at, you know, like a 1.8 or something like that, you're going to create this really cool coloured bokeh uh, in the background again. So again, that's a good opportunity for you to play around and probably understand some of the effects you can create just by simply changing the aperture of the lens that you're using. How you can basically, like I said, create totally different looking images. Just like I said, by playing around, and then you know, playing around with the shutter speed as well. So obviously, shooting um, you know very slow shutter speed, long long exposure, that type of things you can have. Uh, and and look, a little tip: if you've got a scene where there's a lot of people moving around or people are walking past, quite often if you do a very long exposure, so you're doing like a thirty second exposure, and you might be at this stage, you you're probably going to have the ISO down to whatever the lowest it'll go on your camera, maybe like a one hundred, and you're going to probably have the the aperture up fairly high so you don't have um the picture doesn't blow out but you can have people walk past the camera during that 30 second exposure and, and they won't be there long enough or reflect enough light back to really be noticeable so that's how sometimes you see people have got pictures of seemingly busy area and there appears to be no people there and again it's just a technique that you can play around with and like i said all these techniques, you know, if you Google these things on, on the internet, you can usually find a lot of videos and a lot of different ways to show you how you can use these settings to create some very creative pictures. And like I said, this time of year being 1st of December just gives you a really opportunity, like I said, to go out. And, you know, there's lots of opportunities out there with different lighting and different effects and like I said, you can produce some really cool things and things that have motion in them. So sometimes, you know, people have like it's a windmill set up. So the windmill, the veins in the windmill are turning. You know, in a long exposure, that can then create a really cool effect on your image because obviously the you want the blades to move a kind of a full 360 degree through the 
through the frame so you can work out how long it takes to rotate and you can then work out your, your, your shutter speeds accordingly so you get a full kind of rotation, try and keep it even. So again, lots of ideas available and everything too, look, like I said, you know, inside the house as well, like with you know your own Christmas tree and other some some sometimes Christmas decorations, sometimes really make really cool still life. And yeah, you know, here's an opportunity. Like a lot of people are these days not sending out Christmas cards, but you could create a your own digital Christmas card by photographing something in something in your house. That's something yeah, you know, might be something that you've had in the family for years, and you can position that with um you know, some Christmas decorations around it to make it more festive looking. And that just gives you another idea that you might be able to say, create something that you can then use to send to people to wish them a wish them a happy uh, festive season as well. So again, opportunities are abound at the moment, indoors, outdoors, um, at this time of the year. You know, if you're in a southern hemisphere, you know, we don't have the, the white Christmas. So, you know, you've got access to get around. I mean, it's really cool too. Like, I mean, People in the um, in the northern hemisphere, with um, you know, with uh, snow and different things happening, those type of Christmas again that can create some really magic effects as well. But again, it doesn't matter which part of the world you're in, you can work out a way to be take some really creative seasonal Christmas type photos, just using what's in your basically local neighbourhood. And a lot of the major cities will have um, department stores. And that's another area to think about during the festive season is that, you know, if you go into your major city centre, quite often there'll be department stores who have shop windows that they dress up. Um, and a lot of retailers do that. So they have a, like a Christmas themed uh, window, which again can be really cool. And again, it's some different techniques you can do for shooting, you know, glass windows. Obviously, glass windows represent some challenges with reflections so you can play around with um, polarizing filters to try and eliminate those um, reflections and those types of things the other thing you can do is on some shop windows where the where the things that you're shooting if you're shooting for wide angle lens and you take the camera right up to the shop window so you take the, the lens hood off and you press the lens hard against the glass so it actually forms a seal that then you're only just shooting through the piece of glass and you're not actually getting the reflection. So you can actually get a clean shot. Now, obviously, if you don't have a really wide-angle lens on it, you're going to have a very limited view. But you can also buy, um, which is really cool, You can and you can also make them as well. They're not super hard to make, but you can actually make a kind of a rubber bellows. that You can buy a bellows that goes over your, over your lens and basically it allows you to create a seal between the outside light and the window and you can move the camera on different angles within it so i've seen people make them creatively out of the this like a, you can buy like a silicon dog bowl where it's a collapsible dog bowl that you can take out when you take your pet for a walk and it constantinas up i've seen people just cut a hole in the center of that and buy something like that and use that quite successfully but again just google some of those techniques about shooting through shop windows and glass windows and there's lots of different ways you can get some really cool results and sometimes like, people just, when they see the pictures, they go, that, that's really cool. Like, you know, um, where did you take that? And they don't realise sometimes the detail inside some of those shop windows. So you can just isolate a section of the image and just capture that as a, as a single image. And then again, you can create some really unique images that you can then obviously use for, like I said, just 
putting stuff on social media, you know, celebrating the festive season or, like I said, make your own digital Christmas cards and using all your own imagery on there. So, again, it's just something to think about getting out with your camera. I mean, the more times that you get out with your camera and the more times you shoot, the more tricks of things that you do and the more types of, I suppose, subjects that you um, practice on will help you overall in your photography. Everything that you do has a, you know, a learning value to it that you can learn about, like I said, learn about how the different apertures can produce different um, effects in camera and how those, you know, how you can use them in other photography as well. It just gives people a bit more of an understanding of how the camera works and, like I said, the creative tools that you have at your disposal just by changing the settings will change what the, the image looks like. And like I said, there's um, bounds of opportunity out there because there's so many, there's so much variety. I think that's the thing is that you really never see, when you're driving through the suburbs, you don't really see too many places that look the same. They all Everyone has their own own spin on it so it looks unique so you know and different things will appeal to different people so some stuff you'll drive around you'll say oh that's not really interesting but then you'll see something else and you go oh, that's really cool that's really interesting and a lot of people actually go like i said you know on these neighborhood walks where you can walk around and quite often too on your local local community groups people will actually list oh have you seen the house up at number you know number 56 it's fantastic you know on top of things so it's, you can actually find out and do a bit of research um, before you head out and like I said people kind of make this stuff available and even like some local radio stations and tv stations actually feature places so that's a good place to keep an eye out for for potential sites that you might want to visit to to photograph and like I said there's typically in a lot of cities there's competitions so people do this every year they're really they're really into their Christmas lights and that type of stuff so they put a lot of effort into it so and typically you see people win these competitions. So, And again, fantastic subject to photograph because, again, it, 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 they're challenging to photograph, to make a nice image because... And, and look, one of the things to remember with photographing things when there's a lot of bright lights in there, the, the light intensity of all the different lights within a scene are going to be different. So some are going to be quite bright and some are going to be um, not so bright. So the thing is you're trying to expose... Um, to get the best possible exposure across that range. And if you have the very bright ones um, exposed so that they actually blow out, then you're not going to be able to do much with that in post. But if you underexpose it to try and not have too much of the, the scene blown out, you'll be surprised what you can recover out of the shadows. So some of those lower lights, when you go into um, using your favourite um, post-production software, there's usually settings in there where you can go in there and actually look at the um, the shadows and those types of things and you can typically recover an enormous amount of information from the shadows and you can make an image that looks on the back of the camera looks quite dark and not that exciting but as soon as you get it into Lightroom or Photoshop or one of those other programs and start tweaking it you can really see the image come to life so just think about playing around with like I said in post-production how you can get the most out of it because it is quite challenging sometimes to get a in-camera or straight out of camera image um, when there's so many mixed light sources and at so many different intensities you know if it's a small part of the scene and it's and it's pretty much constantly lit with the same amount of light then yes that's you know something you can expose for and you can typically you know get a camera a shot straight out of camera pretty much that you could use 
So again, it just gives you, I suppose, some ideas to challenge yourself and try some different stuff. And like I said, shoot stuff that maybe you haven't shot before. Maybe you've never done, done walked around and done the, you might have just walked around and looked at the Christmas lights, but you never thought to actually capture them. And like I said, a lot of businesses do it as well. So you see businesses, like I said, shop windows, but other businesses sometimes will, who necessarily don't have a kind of shop windows as such, but they'll they'll do something. There'll be some type of, you know, decorations or some type of festive dressing up of the building that sometimes could be cool when you photograph it. And again, it um, does give you the opportunity too with some of this stuff is to play around with composite imaging. So if you... If you're a fan of composite imaging, you know, there's there's an opportunity here for you to, to take some base shots and then mix them in with, um, you know, and one of the things like I've found is sometimes when you go into um, department stores and things like that, they'll have pictures. They'll, they'll, you can buy the little Santas or you can buy the Christmas-themed uh, toys or whatever that you might want to take a photo of though, of one of those then to use that to incorporate it into a scene that you might capture so you can create a... I create a whole new image and that's a that's always fun to do as well is to is to try and find something that you can blend into an existing background and that actually looks realistic so it actually looks cool so again it's something you can practice it's something you can try and again typically it's something you don't have to travel too far to do so like i said some of the things that you need to kind of be mindful of is is that you probably want to have a tripod um you'll probably want to have a some fast lenses so you can let a lot of light in so you can um on some of the shots you can play around other other times like i said you can i mean and you work with what you got so if you don't have a fast prime lens or whatever and you've got a kit lens that's fine just use it use it on the lowest you know aperture that you can possibly go down to and the other thing too is don't be super critical i suppose of iso sometimes like because the pictures can be the way the light is and that type of stuff Having a bit of grain or a bit of noise in the picture is not the end of the world. So if you do have to let your ISO creep up in some of your shots because of um, the shooting difficulties that you might face, again, just kind of embrace it. So it is what it is. And the other thing is don't be afraid to experiment with you know converting some of those Christmas shots to monochrome. Again, it's kind of like we think about all the colour and the excitement and all that type of stuff, but sometimes... Pictures can take on a whole new meaning when we actually change it. So when we actually, you know, show someone an image and we do it in monochrome, it it does change it. And like I said, if you remember a long time ago, that a lot of the images that were captured by people were black and white pictures because of the way the technology that was available back in the day, all those years back in the, you know, the early fifties and that type of thing, that um, color really didn't come in. Yeah, you know, it was it was around, but it was not that plentiful but people did shoot a lot of stuff like i said so again it's just something to take people back because you can actually then create more of a nostalgic picture i think if you're using uh, monochrome particularly if you start introducing um, family members and this is another thing if you want to practice you know here's an opportunity to practice some portrait photography so this is where you can you know pose a family member in front of the christmas tree or or a group of the family in front of the christmas tree and again these types of shots can be easily used for um, sending to relatives to say, you know, you know, Merry Christmas from um, the Smith family, blah, 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 whatever. And like I said, it gives you an opportunity to play around and practice sitting people down, posing people, um, lighting people. So again, it's 
it gives you a reason. And again, you don't with a being a festive thing and mixed colours and that type of thing, it doesn't matter. Like you're not having to get the skin tones perfect. Because typically if some of the light that you're using is from Christmas lights, it, it's going to have a whole range of different colour temperatures. So chances are the skin tones are going to be well off anyway. But, I mean, that's kind of the glow of the the glow of the Christmas lights and that type of thing, so that's kind of acceptable. But, again, it does give you that opportunity to practice and it gives you a reason to kind of, I suppose, um, convince the family to sit down so you can practice um, doing some portraiture photography. And I know it's, you know, it's always one of those things for a lot of people. It is a challenge, but it's, it's sometimes something that people do wish they could do more often. So again, think about this festive season as a time to to kind of unlock that unlock that thing you've been wanting to create and do some more portrait photography. And again, like I said, the opportunities for you to do some still life photography is fantastic as well. And again, you know, you might have a macro lens. Think about maybe capturing some of the detail in some of the I mean some of the Christmas decorations or even the little Christmas globes you know you turn them upside down the snow falls down some of those things can look fantastic if you shoot with a macro lens and you kind of apply some lighting from behind or some you know use some colored Christmas lights to light it to give it a real kind of Christmassy feel and again this is something you can play with with you know using like a torch to light it and putting different colored cellophane over the torch to give you these different colored light sources and that again can make a for a really cool interesting photo when it's just this really small tiny object you're shooting but the macro lens then allows you to to be able to fill the um to be able to fill that um frame so yeah the other thing that's a really good opportunity, there's really always a lot of really cool food items around at Christmas. So there's different cakes and there's different treats and those type of things that sometimes only come out once a year. So people typically have these things. And typically, like I said, a lot of them are colourful and people sometimes make you know Christmas cupcakes and they do all this elaborate decoration. Again, these things are fantastic to practice your photography on. So they're really great to be able to just practice lighting them, making them look um, realistic or making them look delicious in the photo type of thing and again all these things that you play with and all the techniques that you learn by just practicing these things at some point will help you in your photography some at some point so you'll be able to kind of remember I, I was shooting that and I remember I did this and I got a really good result or I lit this from 45 degree angle and it really kind of highlighted this part of this item or whatever and again there's things that you can remember and there's lots of really good like I said YouTube videos on different things, but it just, like I said, it's always thinking about getting the camera and actually doing something with the camera and actually making that, making that, you know, commitment to be able to actually go and shoot something. And like I said, I think Christmas is a fantastic time of the year. The other thing to think about with Christmas is typically, and we've talked about portraits just earlier, and I was talking about kind of doing the portraits with the Christmas themey stuff in there, but it's typically a time of year when a lot of the family actually come together. So, you know, in December, throughout December, people will travel. So it's an opportunity sometimes for family members to be all in the same place at the same time. And typically they might be scattered all around the, the countryside so there's not that many times they come together. So again, it's an, a good opportunity now to shoot some family portraiture stuff as well. So just to, to have a bit of a practice and hone your skills and maybe set up a couple of lights and do a kind of a you know a family Christmas shoot when all the family are together. And again, it's like I said, sometimes nice to uh, to get those pictures and to have those memories. And quite often, like I said, people forget to do these things. Like uh, with all the 
I suppose the um, razzle-dazzle and the hassle of all the things happening that sometimes people do forget to pull the camera out on, on Christmas Day or whenever those people are together or maybe it's at a Christmas party and actually capture the, the pictures of people around you, the people that are nearest and dearest to you, the people that you love and that type of stuff. So, again, maybe set yourself this as a bit of a reminder to capture the family and friends more, like do some portraits to say, oh, I want to take some nice pictures of you. And and the other thing too is don't forget to get into the pictures yourself. You know, if you're doing these pictures and you've got a tripod, nearly every camera has a self-timer function where you can set up the camera and lock off the focus, lock off the all the settings, have it on the tripod, press the press the timer and jump into the scene. Or, you know, a lot of the cameras have the, as we said earlier, some of the cameras have the remote function so you can have your smartphone down by your side and you can be triggering the camera and all be looking at the camera and you can be triggering the camera remotely with your smartphone. So it's always a good idea, like I said, not to forget yourself at, at least getting into a few of the photos just so that um, you know you've got those memories of of photographs that sometimes you know in the future become sometimes they become precious items in the family that people really cherish and really kind of feel really connected with by having you know being able to look back at that type of thing. So, so this episode of Focus been talking about being the first of December and festive season starting to roll out opportunities galore for photographers to get out there and shoot you know stuff maybe they haven't shot before. Maybe you're a bit of a, a regular at doing these things, so it's kind of like you know it's um, you know what you're doing. But again, it just might be something for people to go out and cut their teeth on something different and just try shooting, um, capturing the color, the vibrancy, and also yeah, some of the stories. Like I mean, quite often, like I said, some people put a lot of effort into creating these scenes, and within those scenes, there's a story. And sometimes photographing those scenes. Um, to kind of capture that story is really cool and you can like I said um, there's always more than one way of capturing something so again mix it up try different angles shoot from behind shoot from low shoot from wherever just try and look at some different ways of shooting and again all the things that you learn from doing this you know all that just practicing and the other thing is you know with this is the great thing about digital photography is that you're not committing it to film, so it's kind of not really costing if you have make you know fifty exposures and only five of those exposures are actually keepers. That's fine, and then you can look at those other forty-five and work out why they didn't work. You know, maybe the composition was off, maybe the exposure was off, all those types of things, and then try and learn from them. So you know, each each year, I suppose the gold for each photographer each year is to try and shoot less images. Um, but shoot higher quality images rather than shoot a bunch of images and just hope that somewhere in amongst all those images there's some keepers. And I think that's what a lot of photographers do as they get older. They actually shoot less because they get more confident so they know that they're going to get the shots they need without kind of having to overshoot and having all these other shots just in case. So so look, I hope it's got you thought, thinking about getting out of your camera, capturing some of the magic you know, that's happening around at the moment with the festive season. So enjoy your photography. If you like the podcast, by all means, drop us a comment. Let us know any suggestions or anything you have you want to suggest to us for future podcasts. We'd love to have your feedback. Till next time, enjoy your photography. This has been Steve Finkel for Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. See you.
that's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment. And don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone. Thank you.